Hello. Hey. Carly, Carly. <laughs> what is going on? Not a lot. In my garage, it's finally cooler weather. Feels yeah. so nice. What, like the 70s? Or Let me cooler? tell you. Um, I think it's cooler. So right now, okay, 61. Really? Um, yeah. So it's not as that cold in here. 61. But, yeah. So right now, it's 63 here. Interesting. But, you know, it always gets cool, like, in the evenings and in the mornings, but quickly mm-hmm. will warm up. It'll stay hot for a little while, and then it just falls back down. Yeah. Um, but lately, summer weather has been, it's been hot, but, but yes, yeah. this weather, so nice, feels great mm-hmm. out, happy to be recording. Fall, yes, fall is here. Yeah. It was actually 43 the other day, or the, well, not daytime, but nighttime. That's winter. I mean, it was late. It was like 11 o'clock at night. I was outside. That's a whole other story. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah. Anyway. But yes, fall is here. Happy fall. Happy fall. Happy and happy anniversary. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Five years. Five years married. Ten years together. Um, I wish I could say we did something big and exciting, but mm-hmm. but you're an old married couple, and you don't do that anymore. <laughs> Precisely. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. In fact, I will tell you what we did. Um, this, I think this is our actual, yeah, our actual anniversary. I don't know. We didn't have a sitter. It kind of snuck up on us. We've been dealing with, like, a lot of other things going on. And um, so we got the kids to bed. <clears throat> And we decided, okay, like, let's find a movie or something, and let's order, get DoorDash, order in. And Brian had said he wasn't feeling very well, so he was, like, on one couch, and I was on the other, and I was was telling him something, talking about something, and no joke, he fell asleep as I was talking. (laughs) So, okay, um, then food arrives. I open the door, get the food, set it all up on the table. Show's, like, ready to go. He knows the food's there. Closes his eyes, goes goes back to sleep. And I enjoy our anniversary dinner by myself, watching whatever <laughs> the fuck we were watching that night. So, so when you say old married couple, that's right. exactly what it felt like. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but it, <laughs> even, even though that's what we did, um... You know, it was a day we always kind of reflect, and yeah. it's a long time. Ten years is a long time to be together. Yes. We've overcome a lot, and we've, I'm just proud of us, but mm-hmm. we're here. We made it. That's right. The best decision he's ever made, ever. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> um, so what cool. have you been up to? well um so my house almost caught on fire okay Um, (laughs) yeah so the other night it was I guess Wednesday um 
the lights, so I, I was sitting in the living room and the lights, like, the, or the television, television, television shut off. And then the lights on the wall, they were like flickering and they're dimming lights. So it was weird because it like dimmed and then it came back. It was very strange, like a ghost almost, you know, but it, and it was not that, but that's how it felt. That's anyway, <laughs> <laughs> well then, so then they came back on I turned the television back on. It was fine. Well, as was in the kitchen cooking and he's like, what just happened? The stove isn't working anymore. Oh, side note, do you hear that in the background? Yes, I do. I'm wondering if that's what you heard last week. I don't um, know. Well, I'll tell you what that sound is anyway. Um, that is the master bathroom. There's, I don't know what, what's wrong with it, but I don't think like the seal on the handle, like I don't think that it's like a, a full seal. And so it like the water goes down a little bit. And so that's just the toilet filling back up. Just FYI oh, for anybody who was like, is she recording in the bathroom? I'm not. It's just off of my room. <laughs> anyway, back to the fire. So, um, I went down like, because you know, the, the stove was completely off and he was cooking, you know, he had, that's the only reason why he knew that, you know, right. it had shut off. So I went down into the, um, the garage to look at the breaker box to see if any of the breakers had flipped over and nothing. So I'm like, I, I don't know, like I'm at a loss. Um, so I just started flipping breakers and then flipped them back, you know, just to see, well, it worked. Um, and everything came back on, but it kept just like going in and out. It was just very strange. So, um, the television, even though it turned back on, like we don't have normal television, we just have like Apple TV. And so it wasn't like making a connection. So we just went to bed early that night. Well, then the next day, um, Thursday, I was standing in the kitchen doing dishes and all of a sudden, like all of the lights in the entire house went off, everything just all off. Like, what in the hell is going on? Well, that day I was just, I was so busy. I had like 900 conference calls. I did not have a chance to like explore, figure it out. Like what's going on? I didn't mess with the breaker box, nothing. Well, then I noticed out my window that the power company was outside of my house. So I'm thinking like, what, what's going on? Like maybe, maybe there's an issue with everybody's power. Right. So I look out the window just to see, you know, because our neighbor, they leave their outside light on all the time and their one daughter leaves her bedroom light on all the time. And so I looked over and their lights were on still. So I'm like, no, they have power. So anyway, he came up, the guy from the power company, he came up to the door and he was leaving a note because Aslin wasn't home. The car was gone. He has my car because we still don't have his freaking car from back whenever I wrecked it in, in, in July. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, so knock on my door and they're getting, or they left a note, but I opened the door and he's, 
he basically said to me, um, you are very lucky that your house like isn't up in flames right now. He said, I was just leaving a note to let you know that I completely disconnected like all power, um, from your house because your breaker, your, not your breaker, um, your meter on the outside of your house, um, is like melted. And so he went and got it and he showed it to me and I don't really know like what happened, whether it was like too much of a load on like somewhere or ended up having to get an electrician come out because they had to repair everything on the outside. The whole, the whole box of behind the meter conveniently isn't, um, covered by the power company, only the meter itself. Yeah. So I had to replace all that, all the wiring that goes up the side of the house, the whole, like the breaker box on the inside of the house, $1,500 later, all of that shit is new and like, we're good, but pretty crazy. Yeah. $1,500, but still like it was nuts. It really was like, it was pretty crazy that when he showed that to me, I'm like, holy crap. We are, I mean, we're very lucky. lucky. It, even the box on the outside of the house, like all, like you can see, like all the wiring was charred and like everything was black inside. And the one, I don't even know what they're called, but something like burnt off and was just hanging there. Um, so that was scary, but they hear like, cause I thought to myself like, well, how in the hell did they know what was going on? You know, I was wondering that like, yeah, well, so that's what I said. I, I, cause I'm like, did somebody call or like, cause it wasn't me, you know? Well here, the, the meter sent a message to West Penn power saying that the, meter was overheated and then it sent a message saying that it was off. And so that was what prompted him to come out here. And he had a new meter thinking like that he was just going to be replacing the meter, but it ended up being way much more than that. And so, yeah, I had to get an electrician out here. So I did not have power for, um, for like two, two and a half days. Um, because all of that had to be replaced. And I mean, I had a, like a, a bucket truck here. Like, I think I sent you that picture, the guy like in the bucket, like at 11 o'clock at night, wiring <laughs> things to my house. I'm like, Oh my God. And all the neighbors were out like looking, you know, I'm like, they was probably think like, it's just a shit show over here. Like a couple months ago, all the neighbors are out because I hit a parked car on the, in the neighborhood. Now I've got like the comp- power company and, you are the most exciting, <laughs> exciting thing happening in Butler, Pennsylvania. God, uh, really? Sound <laughs> serious? I know, but <laughs> you know, when I log on to Skype um, mm-hmm. to make you know to call you for this recording, mm-hmm. it'll have like your status, your activity status, but Skype phrases it like. Carly was last seen five days ago. Mm-hmm. And I read that tonight and something like just made my heart kind of skip because I think that that is like a realistic fear I have. Like if anyone goes that I know will be missing, it's going to be you. So to see that in writing just kind of struck a little nerve with me. But That's so funny that you say that because... 
you have sent me text messages before and I like genuinely will kind of chuckle because <laughs> if I don't get back to you within like an appropriate amount of time, you'll text me like, are you okay? Is everything okay? Like, <laughs> and I know that you're not like, it's not even like you're annoyed that I haven't texted you. You're like genuinely concerned. Like, yes. <laughs> are you, are you still living? Um, I don't like what's going on. Exactly. Because I literally have no expectation with text messages. I myself will go days and then remember to respond to people. Like I'm terrible. So, so yes, with you, I don't, I just, right. it's like, concern. Like, oh shit. What? <laughs> What is that message going to be back if there's one that responds? I don't even know. Um, oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, so that's really it. I mean, that's that's kind of – that was enough. Like, I've had – that was just enough for the week. That kind of just put me over the edge. I'm, I'm getting ready tonight. I leave for Texas tomorrow morning. Um, so I'll be there uh, through Thursday. So that'll be fun. Can I give you a list of restaurants to eat at for me? Uh, yeah. Houston, just, you just can't beat it. The best food, the best restaurants. And I'm jealous. I know. And I think I'm going to try and have lunch or dinner with your stepdad and your mom. They would love so, it. So, yeah. So, hey, that really. would provide a piece of entertainment for the next recording, I'm sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What have Don and Tracy been up to these days? I know. Fighting, oh that's God. what. <laughs> you know, they accidentally called me. <laughs> so my stepdad has a truck. My mom has her own car, SUV. And she accidentally called me on FaceTime, which is not unusual. This happens probably at least once a week. So I can hear them bickering. And I can uh -huh. see, like, the inside of her purse on the screen. <laughs> And then I'm like, hello, hello. And then Dawn's like, there's someone on your phone, Tracy. So he picks it up. I'm like, um, hi, you called me. Like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm, I'm driving Dawn's truck. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. Why? Because that is yeah. unusual. It's like, well, I'm okay. going to be borrowing it next week to go to some antique show. So she needs, mm -hmm. like, a truck. And then I just hear him in the background, like, and she's the worst driver on the planet, like, <laughs> pissed off. I'm like, all right, well, I have my own issues, so gotta go. So have fun. Let me know how it goes. And I will. I'm looking forward to you. it. Yeah. <sighs> so what's been going on in your world? First of all, we need to go back a couple of weeks. Because we mentioned this at the very end of last week's episode, because we talked about this on the, the recording that didn't record. Yeah. But can you just? I know, like it pains you to go back there, but can you? Can you do it and talk about your your mice situation? For you guys, yes, I, I can. I can revisit this. All right. Catastrophic <laughs> event in my life. Um, yeah. And that's not, like, she's not being, um, like, she's not exaggerating. <laughs> I, I feel like as I've got further away from it, like, the story gets smaller and I, my emotions aren't as high, you know, but <laughs> basically. Anybody, anybody I tell, I will let you know this, like, anybody I tell that story to, 
like they have the same reaction as you. So please know that like you are validated in that. Thank you. Yes, of course. So it all started with one night I saw something scurry across my living room floor. (laughs) All I knew at this point is that it had a tail. I didn't even know if it was a lizard or a mouse. I had no idea. Um, I, I got Brian up, like he was probably falling asleep and we (laughs) turned the lights on, tried to locate this rodent, nowhere to be found. But as we were looking, we saw little droppings. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, I've never had any issues, like any encounters with like rodents like that, mice or rats or anything. Um, Mm -hmm. okay. So I, we just thought, like, something got in the house, like, through the front door or something, and, right. oh, shit, like, where did it go? So, we didn't know where it went. Somehow, I, I had a squirrel it. dead in my downstairs bathroom for probably a month. Of course like, you did. five years ago. Anyway, besides, <laughs> but I get it. Like, you're like, somebody, something totally could have snuck in. It's possible. Yeah, so, you know, I, I think I just, like, calmed myself and, and just had to say that it, it got out. It got out. Like, it came in, but then it right. got out so that I could sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what I thought. Like, we didn't see anything else. Um, well, the next evening, we are in the living room. Or, no, I'm in the living room. My stepdad, Don, he's in town visiting at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian's in the shower. Got the girls down in bed. And I'm looking at the baby monitor, as I always do, and just watching them sleep. And... I thought I saw something, like, on Cora's bed. And I thought, okay, no. Like, I'm paranoid, maybe, subconsciously mm-hmm. from the experience of right. the previous night. Um, I'm paying closer attention. Sure fucking shit. I see one <laughs> to two mice around, like, a scurry by her feet in her crib. Oh, my I God. jump up. I go get Brian out of the shower. And I'm like, <laughs> they're on our baby. Something like that. Yeah. Go get her. Like, don't scare her. Let's get her up. And I don't know. Like, I just. Like, get her out of there now. Like, fight or flight kind of thing. Like, let's get the fuck away from here. Like, get her. Let's go. So where was Don at this point? Like. Sitting on the couch. (laughs) Very helpful he is. Right. You know. Um, But at that point, like, I knew. Brian already knew, like. There's no way Kylie's going to let me spend the night here. Like, or not even. I. I think that was his first thought, but if he really thought about it, like, he wouldn't want to either. I don't know. Right, I just yeah. picture, like, infestation, right? Um, he tore that bedroom upside down looking for mice, <laughs> okay? Yeah. Like, I'm still in shock over this when it's happening. Okay, so long story short, I mentioned before we live in an older house. So our mm-hmm. AC system are, like, is through the floor. We have floor vents in every single bedroom. Some mm-hmm. have more than one. So we come to the conclusion, whatever it is, ran back into the vent. So it had to be coming through the AC vent. Whatever. We leave the house. My sister, she doesn't live far from me. Her and her family are in Alaska at the time. So we all pack up and go over there. Mm -hmm. And thank God. (sighs) Thank God that, like, you had somewhere to go. Seriously. Oh, my gosh. Because it wasn't an option to stay here. How the well, hell do you sleep, yeah. right? Like, Ew, no so way. Disgusted. I feel disgusted talking about it now. Like, we are not dirty people. Like, I would, right. I guess, not that I, well, maybe I, 
I did. Like, I don't know. Thought like, oh, like, in, oh, this only happens like in dirty places, but sure. no, it doesn't. Right. And no. oh my god, it happened to us. What? Um. So that the whole following week, like, I told Brian, like, when we got married for better or for worse. Like, this is the time. <laughs> like, it's for the worst. Like, mm-hmm. this. I am not at my best right now. I'm dealing right. with mice. Like, this is not... Um, a landlord that <laughs> just... He gives me so much anxiety. Right, already. like on a good day. Yeah. Right. So having to deal with him. Um, staying at my sister. So, like, you know, it's not baby-proof. Like, having to watch the girls over there. Um, still having company in town. Like, you know, having to entertain Dawn and... and just it was a lot and then of course Brian's still having to go to work and like right. it, it was a really hard time like one of those things is like hey we still have our health everyone's still with us but holy shit this is hard this is a hard mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. um so it seemed like a really long week but eventually like the landlord he covered all the vents like with wire so whatever if there is something underneath the house can't come up um mm-hmm. and yeah, a um, couple days later after I, like, we made sure nothing was coming in, we moved back in the house. Mm-hmm. And then he had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, so then the landlord had a heart attack, and Brian was like, should we go visit him since we caused him to go to cardiac arrest? Like, um, I don't know, Brian. Like, I mice. Okay, that's all I can think of. Um, oh, my God, I laughed so freaking hard whenever you told me that. <laughs> Which, by the way, is he okay? He's good. He's still back every week. And, um, oh you know, I, obviously, I'm happy. He's he's good. He's okay. Um, but just, like, oh, you know, we we felt a little to blame. But, you know, fuck. <laughs> well, thank God they took care of it. I mean, so have you had any issues? I mean, I'm sure that you're, like, freaking glued to your monitor now. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so far... No. Because this happened a while ago, but for weeks, we would just set up traps every night, like, just for security. Yeah. And then Brian, he'd get up every morning before work and put them all away and support uh-huh. and get to them. But, yes, I'm proud to say we are rodent-free. <laughs> um, yeah. We still have the ant issue. I think I mentioned that before, something that has happened, like, here. I don't know if it's the climate. I don't know. But I am welcoming ants with open arms over any fucking mouse or rat so i don't mm-hmm. i don't care i will never complain about ants again Ugh, god so yeah it's stink bug season here do you have stink bugs there i don't think do they really do they stink yeah they do stink oh no i don't think like so. if you go to touch them like not that you're touching them but like if you go to like swat them or kill them or something like they they stink they spray this stink i don't know i don't i don't know some people get like just bombarded with these little stink bugs. They're the ugliest things ever. We've only had a few, thank God. But yeah, it's like this area that that gets them, and it's this time. And anyway, okay, enough enough about um, disgusting like oh, rodents and and bugs and ugh. I know. Yeah, enough about that. But yes, you're right. We had to mention because I mean I have to. It was a huge part of my life. I will never forget ever. Yeah. Um, 
So here we are. Okay. Um, Well, but speaking about big parts of our life. What? Jobs. Oh, yes. Such a great topic today. Um, Hmm. So one of our listeners, Wendy, hi. Um, She (laughs) had a great suggestion. um, Which, by the way, Wendy, thank you so much for all of your feedback. Right? I love it. Yeah. It's very helpful. And one of those people that I just really value what they have to say and mm-hmm. appreciate, you know, like yeah, me too. what they think about it. So, me too. Love you. <laughs> so her suggestion suggestion was um, talking about jobs and stress and kind of how to cope or deal with that. Um, so then got me thinking, like, hey, like, let's kind of talk about the jobs we've had um, because yeah. I'm sure we have personal experience about. Uh, job-related stress, but um, were you able to kind of get a list together? Mm-hmm. Was yours, like, kind of longer than you thought it would be? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, it was. It really was. So I wrote everything down, like, all the jobs that I had. Now, like, some of them weren't, like, for a company. You know what I'm saying? Did you get paid? Yeah, but I got paid. Yeah, well, let's... Let's hear. What was Carly's first job? I already know. Well. But go ahead. Well, well I'm, I was assuming, like, babysitting. Yeah. That's okay. my first one. Babysitter. Literally, I babysat everybody's children. Everybody. I swear to God. Like, anybody I run into, like, anytime. I was even always, he always laughs and, and jokes around, like, is there anybody that you don't know? No. Granted, like, this is a small town. And I've worked in... I've worked in places here that are very public, right? Like hair salons, restaurants, stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I've come to know a lot of people, but typically when we see someone or if I am, you know, like showing him something on Facebook, which is really like a nudge to like show him like, Oh, look, so-and-so had a baby. Oh, by the way, um, I used to babysit her. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I'm sorry, there's something wrong with that. Why are, why are kids that I used to babysit <laughs> now becoming moms before me? That's a cool feeling. Yeah, not at all. Right? right. Oh my God. Don't even get me started. Anyway, that was my first job. I babysat everybody's kids and I freaking loved it and I was good. I was. I was good at it. The kids loved me, right? The kids loved me. The parents loved me. I was the babysitter that, like, I had your kid bathed, like, fed, bathed, in bed, and your freaking house cleaned by the time you got home. Like, I did everything. Like, I would run. You remember when I I babysat the twins? Yes, Corley, yes. (laughs) What she just did there is what the one little boy used to always do. So she, so I went with you, right? And he would be, <laughs> yeah. like, you'd ask him something and he'd say, yes, Corley, yes. Yeah. So to this day, like it stuck with me. They always <laughs> will say, yes, Corley. But he was so sweet. So cute. He was. He was so cute. But anyway, yeah, with them, like, so I babysat them Monday through Friday from like 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. And yeah, I mean, I, literally did everything like her dishes were done her floors were swept like everything I mean she had a freaking housekeeper and a babysitter anyway and now they're 25 um 
like, basically not far off. Honestly, they're in college. They're either still in college or they're going to be just out. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. But yes, I it remember is. going, well, yeah, you were great. Yeah. You did everything. Yeah. They loved you. Why wouldn't they? Well, anyway, so that was my first, but then my real, like my real job, first job was I was a shampoo girl. I was a shampoo girl at a salon called Above All. Um, after that, well, wait, I were what? you a really good shampoo girl? Like, were you? Because there's a good shampoo, the best, and a mediocre shampooer. No, I mean, like I'm, I'm the one that like, like people make sounds that I wish they wouldn't type thing. Like you're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> Like, I had a client tell me, like, oh, my God, you give such a good head. <laughs> like, like totally joking, obviously, but I'm just like, okay, this is weird. Um, no. I freaking <laughs> Right? No, I love it. Um, I, I do, like, I really like to give um, a really good shampoo. And I think, honestly, why I was such a good shampoo girl, and still am to this day, might I add, is because I thoroughly enjoy having my head like rubbed, you know what I mean? Like getting my hair washed, any type of massage. And I remember like anytime I would go get my hair cut or just even being in beauty school, like when you had your hair washed and had like a shitty head rub, it was just like, it ruined the whole experience. I, I, so I made I, sure I that I was very good. Oh yeah. But yes, plus tips, duh. Because when you're a shampoo girl, like, yeah, I mean, uh, you're probably not making. Big yeah, no. Not, <laughs> hey, no, no. Um, then I was a hostess at this little restaurant here called W Rex, and then I became a waitress. You know, that job. Um, I liked it. I'm glad that I had this experience. I think we talked about this a little bit before because you had talked about Red Lobster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's not something I would ever want to do again, waitressing, but I'm really glad that I did it because it is hard freaking work. It is hard, hard work. And just dealing with the public in that way, people are crazy when it comes to their food. Um, it, it was just... Uh, it was good for me, like personally, you know. Yeah, it's hard work. Really, right. like have a lot of respect for people who do that. Um, but yeah, I I was all right. I didn't do it for very long, like a year. Um, I do remember. I mean, I have some funny stories, like because well, I don't know. I just I, I just don't think a lot of times, right? Like. I'm a smart girl, but sometimes I just like do stupid things. Um, and so I remember like, someone was like, someone asked, um, for fish on a dish and I'm like, okay, you know, thinking like, I don't know, like, is that a special? I don't freaking know. It's like, I went, <laughs> asked my manager, I'm like, okay. I'm looking for fish on a dish, like, like to put it on <laughs> in the computer. 
<laughs> and he's like, um, no bun. <laughs> just like, oh my god, I want to die. <laughs> so embarrassed. I'm so freaking embarrassed. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why didn't you just say no bun? Why are you so weird about it? It confused me. Like, I never heard of that. Okay, so I'm glad. I don't I'm glad. Know. I mean, I should have figured it out. But I never, whatever. never have heard that. And I worked there with lobster. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, my God. The other thing yeah. I did was um, I had asked, again, the same manager, um, something about um, gnocchi. And he was <laughs> and he's like. Gnocchi? Gnocchi? He's like... <laughs> he's like, we're serving gnocchi here. I mean, you serve whatever you want. You want to serve gnocchi? <laughs> I mean, it was just, like, hilarious. They're like, this girl needs to stick to champagne exactly, head. Exactly, right? <laughs> I know. They just thought I was such an airhead. And probably was. That, and then the only other thing that I did, and, I mean... I don't think this was a surprise to anyone was I dropped, um, I dropped a piece of, um, strawberry pie, um, with, it had like a strawberry pie with, um, a scoop of vanilla ice cream and a lit candle. Um, and it, and I, and I dropped it on this guy's lap, like right on his crotch. Everybody was singing happy birthday. And so then my, my, like, my, my reflex was to, for him not to get on fire. So I then grabbed it out of his garage, like, scooped it out. And I'm like, oh my God. And put it on the table. His wife, like, he just, like, pushed back from the, from the table. His wife was, like, crying she was laughing so hard I was mortified like oh my god that was that was terrible and your manager's in the back like hey (laughs) shampoo girl enough get out like okay Carly seriously like you grabbed his crotch I mean I didn't mean to but I just like (laughs) I just like gently stroked it so (laughs) the pie would come off Oh, okay. oh my god! And that's uh, when I decided to hang up my waitressing hat <laughs> for the best. Um, uh, yeah. And then from <laughs> what? And then where did you go? <laughs> then I went to a salon. When I actually, I had already been there. I was working there as a shampoo girl um, as well because I was finishing cosmetology school which I did through the Botech in high school, right? So when I finished that, then I started doing hair full-time. Um, and that was fun. I, I mean, I love doing hair, you know? Duh, like I still do. And you're good at it, yeah. Uh, thank you. And then I did the chocolate fountain. Remember that? Chocolate fountain? <laughs> you came with me for that. You came with me one time. So, I gotta say this story, um, how, we were in college, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it must have been over summer break or Christmas break, I don't know, but. Yeah. No, it was winter, right? 
I don't remember. I don't, well, I say that because, okay, so I, I remember kind of leaving there and it kind of felt like I had been working <laughs> after my vacation because you carted me all around town. You had like three different jobs at the time. Um, I'd hang out at the salon. Like, fun, because I was with you. Who cares? But right, right. You did do... <laughs> so she <laughs> would set up chocolate fountains at weddings and events, and you had a wedding, yeah. and I went with you. Mm-hmm. And all... The well, the biggest thing I remember is riding as a passenger, like, to this wedding event, <laughs> and it was down... I, I remember it, like, on mountain, like, on a mountain, like, weaving in and out <laughs> through mountains, and you going, like, 70 miles um, per hour, and my anxiety just, like, fuck, like, I don't know <laughs> if we're gonna make it there. Like Just I, for all the, just for all the northerners listening, she's from Texas, which is all flat, so those mountains are just normal hills she's talking about, but anyway... <laughs> Carry on. Well, my memory, they're mountains. Might as well have been. Um, and just swerving. Like, I don't know. I just, it was scary. I'll never forget it. Um, but we made it. We made it. Um, and we set up your yeah. chocolate fountain. And I was <clears throat> just along the same damn ride all the way back. And that was <laughs> quite scary. But, yes, chocolate fountains. Chocolate fountain. Yeah, I did that for a few years. Um, so the owner of the salon that I worked at, her husband had the chocolate fountain business. And so, yeah, I like did those at the same time. Um, yeah, there, I went to another salon. I also gave flute lessons. Um, that was fun. I was, uh, I was an assistant, a student assistant to the secretary of the safety department at the university where I went. And so I worked there for like two hours every day while I was there. That was like, I mean, I got, I got paid. It was just yeah. money off my, my tuition. But um, then after that, from there, uh, like I worked all the way through college doing hair. Um, I haven't stopped, you know, I was just still done hair but I then I got um a job in safety which is what I went to school for um safety and environmental management and so I got a job as well I started as an intern um for a company that was a contractor for steel mills and um yeah so I was an intern for them um which was awesome it turned it turned into a job and I ended up working there for a little over five years. Um, and so that was cool. It was, uh, it was, it was my first experience in like a corporate setting. Um, at first I loved it and then I didn't. Um, there's just so much, um, so much drama that comes with that, with like the corporate world and, um, and that company particularly, um, you're just, you're just a number, you know, you're just a number. You're very, uh, disposable. Um, I was, so in, in, in my field, right. Women are the minority, 
And so, um, I think at that company we had, I don't even know how many safety managers, but I was the only woman. Um, so it's a very male dominated field. And, um, so of course that, whether it's safety or any other, you know, role like that brings on other challenges, you know, um, good and bad, but I will say like, that was my, I don't know. I never really even thought much about, about that, like in how gender would affect my job. Um, and for the most part, it didn't a lot. There are a lot of very respectful people, you know, that I worked with, but there were certainly a handful that treated me different just because I was a woman, you know, with like not as much respect. Um, yeah. Do you feel uh, like you had to prove yourself more because you were a woman, like work 10 times harder or a hundred percent because it was like, it didn't, um, yeah, just like didn't even give me, I don't know, like, they just, I guess, thought that I didn't know as much, or how could I possibly know about this, because this is a man's world, like, what do you know, like, what do you know about steel mills, like, what do you, and I, and right, like, and that was my first job, like, I obviously, I hadn't been, I wasn't, like, a, a laborer that worked her way up, you know, into that position, right? But still, even even like being in the industry for five years, there still were men that, yeah, definitely treated me like mm, almost like why aren't you in the kitchen type of thing? Like yeah. why aren't you a secretary? Why aren't you in HR? Or why aren't you in a more just like right stereotypical yeah female. stereotypical female role. Um, yeah, so that was, that was challenging or like made to feel, made to feel less than made to feel like stupid almost like you didn't know as much because you were a woman. Um, that sucked like for sure. Yeah, for sure. And it gets so tiring too, like having to always prove yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and you just think like for, I don't know, like to what end, you know, like it's never, because it doesn't really ever get better with like certain people, you right. know? Right. And then too, when you're working for a company where you just see them, like you're just laying people off all the time and, um, yeah, that was a, that was a, I remember before, so I, I was laid off from that job. Um, so when that all happened, I don't even remember, like, I think that day 40 people were laid off and there were a lot of people, a lot of people, um, laid off that, that week. And, uh, but like coming up to that, I just remember thinking to myself, like, I mean, I was applying to so many different places because I just thought I can't do this. Like I, I can't work here anymore. I can't work here. Like you just overworked, underappreciated. Um, just 
So, so like your experience with that company almost made you feel like the industry wasn't even your, like that was, you didn't have a place yeah. there. Okay. For sure. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And I thought, I'm like, I'm just done. Like I got to get out of this and do something else. And, and it has you questioning everything. Like, because that was my only experience, right? Because I was, you know, I interned and then that became my job it was very confusing. Like, is this just the company or is this the industry? Cause I had nothing to compare it to. And I thought, shit, like, did I just go to school for these, for, you know, for all these years and get this degree in something that I fucking hate? Like, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> Kylie's raising her hand, <laughs> like for real. But anyway, from there, after I was laid off, I, I took a year. Thank God for hair, right? Thank God for all of my all of my clients. I was able to um, you know, continue to to do hair, take a little over a year off. I also obviously had unemployment um to help with that. And um I that was when I nannied. Yes. Um, yeah, I had two little kids that I, that I nanny and that was fun. I also worked at Alta. That was absolute fucking hell. Carly, um, how long did you work at Ulta? I don't know. Do you remember? Oh, like, like four or five days, I think. <laughs> I always joke and say like I worked at Ulta for five minutes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It was it maybe two, two months, maybe, maybe two months, two three, well, maybe. Not. Hey, re- <laughs> retail's hard. Oh my god, it was the worst. Okay, so first of all, I was hired in as a manager, which that was very cool. Um, but well. I wasn't making, I was, I just wasn't making enough money. Um, and for, okay. So for the work, first of all, like I had to be there. I had to be there every, I don't even remember. I think it was every Wednesday. I had to be there at five o'clock in the morning to like unload the truck and, get all of the products and put them out. Like it was just, it was just awful. Like it really was just awful. And it was working with the public again and people are bitches. Like they just are. People are miserable. Um, I don't know how people do it. I have a whole new respect again for people who work retail. Um, because it's like a, it's a whole different, it's it's like a different breed of people. Like they're, I don't know how people have it as like a lifelong career. Yeah. Career. I really don't. It is hard, hard work. Now, and honestly, you know, I'm used to standing on my feet. I'm used to like being upright for long hours with like from doing hair. Oh my God. With retail, it's a whole different kind of exhaustion. I mean, I was beat work in that job beat and um way too much work for too little money and I was not about that at all so um so I quit yeah (laughs) 
And then I started working at a trucking company. And I worked there for 10 months. That one, to be honest, I actually really enjoyed the work there. I did. I enjoyed the work, but the pay was just not, it just wasn't what I deserved, what I needed. Well, not even that, but it wasn't, it was just, I, I couldn't live on it. You know what I mean? I just couldn't live on it. It was, um, it was an entry level job, but at that point I just was like, I need to not, um, be out of safety for too long, you know? And so I took it and I liked that it was in a different, um, in a different field. Like it wasn't in steel mail services, it was trucking. And so that was kind of cool. I really loved that job and had it paid what I needed it to pay, I'd probably still be there. The only other thing I didn't like about it was, um, the commute. I had to drive to Pittsburgh every day. So I had like over an hour drive to and from. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that one too, like you, it was, it's a very, very, very busy industry. You were busy constantly. And I was used to kind of like setting my own schedule, kind of doing things like on my time frame, and they're not at all. Like it was not that job. And then I started working at the company that I'm with now. And as much as I bitch about working, it's not the company at all. I just don't want to work for people. Like that's really what it comes down to. But I love this company. Um, the CEO, he knows people by name. Like the culture that he has created for his company is unlike anything I have ever seen. He cares about his employees. Um, you are not just a number. You're respected. You are valued. I work from home, which a lot of people do in our company. Um, you know, we get, we get good raises, we get bonuses. Um, we get, um, he sends a, if, if you have a child, did I, have I mentioned this before? I don't know if I have, I'm going to say it again. If you have a child that is in school up to 18 years old, he sends them an LL bean book bag every single year, like filled with supplies. That's so cool. Every single, and not just like for corporate, it's every single employee's You've never child. told me that. That is so yeah. cool. We have 81 branches. Wow. That's a lot of freaking people. A lot of people. Yeah. I mean, he just, he values the people that make his business what it is. And I really feel that that is why he is so successful because he gives a shit. Yeah. And this company truly like is like un I don't know. It's it's not like any other that I've ever heard of number 1 or worked for obviously. And uh yeah, it just really shows. Love it. Mhm. How about you? That's mine. So I think that was like 10 or something. That's a good amount. I, 10. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think I have around that. Pieces. Okay, so like you, I started babysitting. Babysitting, yeah. And early, I mean, I think I was nine or ten, and wow. at one point watching a newborn. Wow, Which, right. When I think of that now, that kind of sounds a little crazy, but 
I've always kind of been a natural. I was 11. Listen, same. I was I was 11 when I started watching, and he was three months old. See? Wow. Three months old. So, <laughs> Would you ever leave your, your baby with an 11-year-old? No. I mean, it would like, have to be really... Like for hours? I don't know. No. No. Me neither. I don't think so. It depends on the kid. I mean... I guess. I don't know. I always did act older. Me too. Like People I was always thought I was older same, than I was. Same. Yeah. Same. And yeah, I so, yeah, whatever. Never say never. But Well, we must have really known like what we were doing or like had, I guess. had it, whatever it took. So. Yeah. So that was like my earliest, my early, earliest jobs. Um, but I, got, I would say like job, I must have been 16, 15 or 16. This is how mm-hmm. stupid I was not really having any concept of money or how much I should get paid. I just wanted to work and I wanted money. So I took this nanny um, position for this mm-hmm. family that had four kids. Mm-hmm. And when they asked me how much I would charge, I said $100 a week. Are you kidding me? I wish I was, Carly. <gasps> so they paid me $100 a week. I was there. It was during the summer. Oh, God. Let's say like 7 in the morning because they would go to work till, well, fuck, let's say 3. No, it, yeah. at least at 5, you know, whatever. What's the difference? I mean, $100. <laughs> I can't believe that they did that. I can't I, believe that they were like, they took advantage of you. If <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like if that were me, I'd be like, oh, that's cute. But, like, <laughs> I'm going to obviously pay you more because I'm not going to, like, rip you off. Not these motherfuckers. Ew. Those people suck. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay. Shit. Uh, I know. When I think back, I'm like, really, guys? Like, <laughs> Right? And I, I remember thinking, like, this is easy. They must really like me. I mean, <laughs> I got it. I mean, it was kind of like interview and hire sort of thing right okay. <laughs> they're like um we don't even care if you're good for a hundred dollars like <laughs> yeah exactly then i got a real job um at target so that was my first job like i went and applied i remember sitting at the computer putting in the application um and i got hired as a cashier mm-hmm. so i would do that on weekends and after school um, which I really liked. Like it was yeah. fun. Um, and you got 10%. That's what you were doing when, when I met you. Oh really? You were, that's what you were doing. Mm-hmm. I wish I remember how long I was there. I think at least a year. Um, but I got yeah. 10% uh, discount like for the entire store. So mm-hmm. everything I made, I spent at Target. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes I remember they had that, like, food section, like, a restaurant. It was called Food Avenue. Okay. And they would have, like, somebody would be out that day. So then I had to fill in. And somehow I I became, like, the regular fill-in person. So that was mm-hmm. kind of, like, would switch it up a little bit. Because um, early on with jobs, I remember getting bored. Like, wanting yeah. to, like, quit already. <laughs> so, so here's a question. What do you remember what minimum wage was when you started? I do not remember, but I want to say I want to say oh, you know what? I think I made like 1050. Really? Ten, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I am pretty sure. That sounds about right. Yeah. But See, I See, that know. sounds like a 
lot. A lot. Yeah. It kind of does now I'm, that I say it, but. Right. Because I'm pretty sure that minimum wage when I started was seven twenty five. Really? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, it could have been, but for some reason, I want to say. But that, I mean, again, though, that was a diff- that's different states. Right. True. And who knows? Yeah. Maybe Target pays a little. I don't know. I don't know. I don't but, know. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. Um, and then I left Target. I don't remember why. Um, probably was like, okay, this is the working thing. That's great. <laughs> Over it. <laughs> um, but eventually I did start working again. And I worked at Video Joe. And this was that a... <laughs> we talked about this. We did. We talked about it because I don't really remember um, oh, okay. you working there, but you were like scared to work there, and then people were accusing you of stealing. <laughs> stealing. <laughs> when really the bitches that also worked there were stealing, yeah. stealing from my register when I was whatever. <gasps> See how like stupid we're sounding as we think back like of these jobs, but um. Oh my god. But what my biggest thing I remember about Video Joe is they had a porn room, like to rent. Yes, Kylie's <laughs> like what? disgusted with her face, and and yeah, I have to agree with you because every once in a while I'd have to put back a return in there, and <clears throat> I don't know. I won't go into detail, but well. It was just fucking nasty. Like, did you wear gloves? Because I, <laughs> I should have. <laughs> um, there would be like stains on the wall, like, on the covers, um, and yeah, people. Like, every once in a while. Wait a second. On the wall? Yeah. I'm sorry. Why? Did they well, wait? Could they go? <laughs> wait, they could go back there and view it. They no. So. People must have just gone out, gone in there and looked at the covers and jacked off and Shut there was up. no cameras. Like, I couldn't see, like, people that were in there. So, oh, for oh, sure. For sure. my God. So that was fun. Um, and, yeah, <sighs> like, so I did mention that before. Like, it was just scary. Like, it wasn't in the best, like, shopping center. Um, it was kind of scary at night. Anyway, did that for a while. Um... And then, we also talked about this, I started working at Red Lobster, mm-hmm. um, and when I think of those days, I mean, I was there, I want to say, for years. You were, that was, all yeah. All time. Like, all of college, right? Most of college. Most yeah. of college. Most of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just met some really great people, like, we were all yeah. friends, so much fun, we'd go out after work, and when you're working with people that you truly enjoy, I think that is what can make a job a lot of the time. Yeah, for sure. Um, plus, like, when I wanted to take tables and stuff, like, I was good at it. Like, I couldn't do it now. Like, I would forget everything, I think. like <laughs> Were you one of those waitresses that, like, could have a six top and not write anything down? No. I was okay. not. <laughs> Were you? I was never. No. Okay. <laughs> No. And you know what I what I used to do? I had to write everything down. I'm still that way. If I don't write it down, like I don't remember it. It doesn't get done. Right. So I would write things like how I would remember it thinking back, it would have been easier if I just did like like everybody had like one, two, three, four. Like everybody had a position. And I'm I'm sure maybe I did, but I would write things like 
bald guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, would, I don't know, like annoying teenager. Like I would write little notes specifically about the people that I was serving. That's terrible. Well, that's a way to do it. But yeah, I went with the one, two, three, four system. <laughs> and it, I got to say it worked quite well, Carly. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wrote everything down. Maybe if I had a two top, I would, you know, two waters. Right. I got that, you right. know. But <laughs> when people start sub subbing their shrimp scampi for this and that, fuck it, I'm gonna write it down. Right. Um, and then I went away to school. So the university I went to, there was not a Red Lobster. Super close. There was one kind of close, but I'm not big on commute, so. Um, I ended up working at a Chili's and it was okay. Um, I didn't, it was totally different. Like I didn't click well with a lot of people there. Everyone already had their clicks sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like I liked the food. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I do. I remember one story that sticks out. I had a take cause you meet so many different people. Like, I mean, if you think about it, like, People don't oh, take yeah. that long to eat. So, like, so many people yeah. you're meeting and kind of getting to know a little bit on some level. For sure. Um, I had this couple, I want to say, okay, he must have been upper 60s, maybe mm-hmm. maybe 70s. Yeah. And he got up when I was over, like, by the register, and he came to me. And asked for my phone number and asked if he could see me later that day or something. What? Well, his wife. It was so fucking creepy. Uh, I don't, I couldn't tell you what I, I mean, obviously, no, I did not meet up with him, but. You're like, so, uh. (laughs) Well, let's, let's talk after you leave the tip. Thank you. But. I don't know. It's always stuck out. Like, really, your fucking wife's right there. And and what about me makes you think, like, you know what? I've got a real chance <laughs> with this one. But he did, so. <laughs> um, uh, oh, my God. With Chili's, like, <laughs> I, I remember it was during, like, a hurricane was coming. Something, like, was happening in Houston. Like, everybody was leaving Houston, and I was trying to get back there. I didn't want to be working. I didn't want to be in Huntsville. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I ended up just, like, was a no-call, no-show, and I never went back because I had so much anxiety about <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> um, okay, so then I graduated college, um, mm-hmm. and I, d- I don't know what it is why I didn't, like, I didn't do an internship. Okay, and what? Tell everybody what what was your major? So I majored in mass communication, the specialization mm-hmm. in public relations. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, so I don't know. I didn't. I guess I didn't feel like this pressure. Like like I needed to jump into my field, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just always had this like I got time. Like you know. Yeah. Like, and I guess I. Maybe I didn't really want to do that. I don't know. I really couldn't tell you. Or maybe I was just too, like, I was still having a lot of fun with friends mm-hmm. and going out. And 
Um, I met Brian during that time too. Um, so he must have really just held me back. That's that's what I think happened. <laughs> but I did get a job because I just grabbed whatever, just something, and I worked for this AC company in Houston, and I got paid like a good amount. I got my own apartment, my my own like my first apartment without roommates or anything. Uh-huh. Um, and that was a very interesting place to work. And when I was writing this down today, I remembered, because I've always, like, been the type, like, I like to share, I like to write, I like to blog. I had yeah. a blog at this time where I would write about my experiences with this, <laughs> in this, with this job. I was basically, like, I ran, I ran the office, like, an office manager. I did everything mm-hmm. that an office manager would do. It was a bunch of guys. I was the only female. Um, it was a family owned company and it was this guy and his sons all ran it essentially Mm -hmm. the youngest lived above my office um in like a studio apartment so no joke i would have to go sometimes and wake him up like what to work (laughs) like we'd be getting calls in so like I have to go up there. Like there'd be like condoms like next to him. Like this. Ew. Like, yes. Like it was. It was fucked up. Okay. Um. I'm noticing like a recurring theme. <laughs> what does that say about me? I don't. <laughs> was he seventy? <laughs> no. This guy is pretty attractive, and yeah. But anyway, um. So I'd have to wake him up and. He didn't really like that very much. Like, I was always in these uncomfortable situations. For example, um, prostitute. It was not uncommon for prostitutes to wander in the office, and oh my god! And they were wandering in because they'd be like, "Hey, has Ben here? <laughs> um, oh, my boss. No, okay. <laughs> Bye. Can I take a message? Like." No, like what the fuck, Carly? So, oh my god, it would. And this was a very mean man. Like he was so mean. He would yell, <laughs> be um, like, "Hey, um, Ben, Precious was here." <laughs> so, <laughs> what do I do about that? Um, oh but god. I will say, like the first, the first week, like I did not make a good impression because he had told me to order the company some shirts. Mm-hmm. And, like, they needed, the workers needed new shirts to wear and blah, blah, blah. So, he gave me one of the shirts and he was like, here, like, it can look like this. Okay. So, I ordered, like, I think it was over 100 shirts and a couple different sizes, colors. So, they came in and I came into work that day and he just looked at me so pissed off because I put the wrong phone number on the shirts. <laughs> never been fired but i thought you know if there's a reason to fire somebody this is it so 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 we went off to a good start but and he kept you around he kept me around you know oh my god oh and talk about mice there would i'd go in to work and in my trash can would be like dead mice which would freak me out 
Um, because it wasn't uncommon. Like the part of Houston that we were in was like this industrial area and I don't know. It was just, they smoked in the office. So I'd be in this little room with this other guy, the dispatcher who would smoke cigarettes, like chain smoke all day long. Like, where was my brain? Like, hello, Kylie. Like, uh, I did that for far, like, way too long. Longer than You're like, I, I have a four-year degree, but this is where I choose to be. And I struggled because <laughs> I felt like I was settling and I knew it, but it, I guess it didn't bother me enough. I don't know. There's something oh, here that's probably very telling of me. But, yeah, yeah. um, sure enough, yeah, I stayed. Like, the money was good, um... And I stayed there until I had enough of a lot of that shit. Um, yeah. And what did I do then? Oh, so I had my apartment, so I had to just keep working. So I went <laughs> to a collection agency. Okay. And I... <laughs> Not your bills, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got me. it. <laughs> <laughs> just clarifying. And I was basically a debt collector. So I would be calling people and... Oh, my God. I bet you got hung up on so many times. Um, Or just, like, not answer? Yes, that would happen. But it was not the job for me either, Carly, because, for example, people would get... Like, I can't deal with this rejection. (laughs) Yeah. And and this... That would be me. The... Like, one woman was just, like, going into, like, she had lost her son, and she had cancer, and I'm here, like, legit crying, so I'm, like, thinking, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, I'll never call you again, don't pay this, like, (laughs) you have things to tend to. Forgiven. Yeah, so that's clearly not the job for me. Um, I stopped going to that one. (laughs) <laughs> I had oh I couldn't I couldn't take it it was terrible it was like clock in clock out like I'm not yeah. good with that kind of structure either like, we <laughs> talked about Mm-mm. in fact Brian was telling like me, I'm sorry is there accountability here I can't work here <laughs> <laughs> nope not the job not the job for me <laughs> I hate it Listen, that's why you dealt with the mice and the chain smokers yeah, and the I, porn people. Yeah, because I oh could wear God. what I'm wearing now to work, right. and my hair like this, no makeup, and it was fine. Like, oh show up, my no clock in, no clock out. Paid cash. All right, that makes sense. But the collection agency, so it was so terrible. I just stopped going. I and Brian will say like he's like, that's when I really kind of understood like your anxiety or saw your anxiety. Because Mm -hmm. how I reacted that day, I decided, I didn't even decide. Anxiety decided for me. I could not go anymore. Right, right. So that was a big thing. Um, I left then. I didn't get a job right away. My grandmother did have a stroke at this time. So I became Mm -hmm. her caregiver. Um, Mm -hmm. Brian and I both. um, But he did work retail a couple of jobs during that time. Mm And then about a year later... That is when we moved to California, and I got hired on at CarMax. I, it was kind of like, hey, like, I just need to get there. Um, the position seemed right. It was like a business office setting, um, and I worked my way up there through the five years to assistant business office manager, mm-hmm. and... Um, I'll get into that later. But anyway, so I left CarMax. <laughs> um, 
And then I worked for Stitch Fix, which, you know, but maybe a lot of people don't know. It's like that remote styling service. So um, I was a stylist and Mm -hmm. yeah, I would style for clients and it was a lot of fun. Um, I did it from home and I would probably still be doing it, but I had Cora and it was just a lot like becoming a new mom and... And just trying to balance it all in the postpartum depression. Right. Like, right. Right. So, and then my job today, hardest job of all of those, a stay-at-home yep. mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, man, that's a lot. That You've is, had a lot, too. Yeah. It made me feel old writing all of that. And it made me see, like, who, like, who that young girl was, like, talking right. in the very beginning and then, like, the progression was interesting. Um, but what got us on this was like what Lindy suggested, like the dealing with stress from jobs and like staying at a job, maybe what we're not happy with or happy at, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and there are jobs that I stayed at way too long. I feel like that I shouldn't have been at. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It, you just, yeah, it's like you settle. Because I don't know, like I, the the one, the job that I had had where I had started as an intern and then I was there for like five, six years, whatever. There were so many times when I was just like, I like, it's time to go. It's time. But I always like, I don't know, something always held me back. And I, and I think it was just like, the comfort, like I knew people there. I knew my job. Like I knew if somebody needed something, I knew who to go to. Truly, it was just comfort and the fear of starting over and having to relearn everything and relearn a company and their policies and interact with new people. And I mean, there's always that chance too, that like the next job is going to be worse. Like, yeah. You don't know. Like, you always think that it's going to be better. But what if you have a douchebag for a boss? Like, you don't know. Like, you always meet that person's representative whenever you're meeting them for the first time. So, like, you don't ever have a real clear picture of who that person is until you're working with them. Then it's too late, you know? So, like, sure. the, you know, being scared of that. And it's tough when like working and not working, like when working is, um, a necessity when you don't have the freedom and it's, it's not an option for you to not work and take the time to figure out what you want or find the perfect job. I mean, it unfortunately is a lot of people's reality that you, have to stay in a in a place because you have bills you got like you you have to you have to and I mean yeah I don't know like workplace bullying is real um oh yeah it is discrimination gender discrimination um yeah all like that's all real well, something that's always stuck with me is someone had told me, like, people don't leave their job. They leave their boss. A hundred percent. 
And I think it's true for the most part. And a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. They play such a large part of the job. And mm-hmm. if it's not a good relationship, mm-hmm. I, when I was the office, the assistant office manager, that job. Oh mm-hmm. my God. So I, I would come home and Brian would have like a bath ready for me. And I would just, I remember like sitting in there, like I had to turn off the lights, like get in this like zone, like candles, um, truly just like decompress. And Mm -hmm. I carried so much of that stress Mm -hmm. to the point it got so bad. Like I knew something had to change because just a couple hours from being home after a shift, I was Mm -hmm. already dreading the following day. Mm -hmm. And, and then it's like, this isn't a way to live. This isn't, Mm -hmm. this isn't worth it in no way. It didn't even matter, like, what kind of money I was making. Right. Um, And truly, I was making the most I had made in my life, but it's not worth it. It just... Yeah, no. Not when it's, like, crippling you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, I had to, like, step away. Like, I ended up taking a leave of absence and never went back. I... A lot of things happened around that time, like, the miscarriage and all that. Um, Mm -hmm. But the job, I mean, it it was just... It was... It was not good for me. Um office politics are very real. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And when you're in a like a, the same space, the same people, every day, you're, you're with these people more than your actual family. Yeah. Um, it's this whole world that you're in, and if it's a negative place, yeah, it's a negative life. <laughs> I remember being, just like feeling exhausted from having to be nice to people that I hated. I I can completely I, relate. Yeah. And I just remember being like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I just can't. Like, I fucking hate you. And, like, I don't want to be – like, I don't, I don't even want to be in your presence, let alone, like, like, play nice, like – you know what I mean? Like all the niceties, like being so PC, like pretend like I like you, pretend like I respect you, pretend like, mm-mm. I know what you mean. Like I would get to that oh. spot too. Like I feel like I'm compromising my own morals or myself mm-hmm. or I feel like mm-hmm. a fraud because right. I have to play a part. And I think that job actually forced me to just take a step back and like, okay, like work is going to be a part of life forever to some extent Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um what am I willing to sacrifice and today I would say like it's it's not like I said it's not about the money it doesn't matter um it all comes down to time I've said that before like Mm -hmm. if I'm gonna spend my time somewhere it's gonna be a place I want to be in some way yeah Um, I mean, you can even work from home and feel miserable and, you know, like, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And I've also realized, I think I've I've had this, like, okay, like, you go to school and you want to get the certain job and that defines your success. um, And that's what can make you happy. But I think, too, like, I don't think a job is where I'm going to get my happiness or where I'm... You know, I might have 
a hobby that's a passion or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if there's really a job out there that, unless I'm working for myself. Right. You know, that it, it exists. And that's just, that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but I don't think anyone should ever be somewhere where they're feeling sick at the end of the day with, like, stress Mm-mm. or anxiety or or just right. hating themselves and being that miserable. Mm-mm. No no job is worth it in this short life we have. No, no, um, I agree with you. Yeah, like, stress kills you. It it does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> stress will kill you. And, um, yeah, I mean... It, it, it can it can change your life in so many ways, stress, whether it's like illness or weight gain or anxiety or depression or headaches or I, I mean, I remember I, I was so stressed out at one job because I was there literally all the time and just making like peanuts for a salary, but I was just like stuck. And I just remember like I had um, uh, psoriasis. I broke out. I had, I, I developed psoriasis, like, and I had it on my, um, my forearms, like my elbows, um, my hands. I, I just like, crazy? was covered in, yeah. And it was all from, like, I went to the doctor, like, what the hell? And stress induced psoriasis apparently is a thing. And I will get ulcers when I'm stressed. I get them all the time in my mouth. Like if I'm stressed, yeah, it's crazy. It's not worth it. You're right. It's not worth it. It's you, uh, it's worth it to put the time and the effort into finding something that doesn't do you. Well, right. Yeah. That can bring some type of peace or just, yeah. And be manageable. It's funny too. Like when I was in that world, like, it was everything. Like, I couldn't see a way out. Like, I... I, felt I remember like, when you were there. Right? Mm-hmm. It was just, oh, yeah, I remember. awful. Awful. Um, mm-hmm. And now, oh, I don't even think about it. I'm just happy I'm not there. Um, right? Yeah. The only the only thing I miss are the, the cer- certain friendships, you know, the relationships. Yeah. And those people I still see and talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and that's it. I... I wish Same. I could tell myself something then, like, hey, like, just go. Right. Everything will work out. When I was, like, I was researching before this, like, why do people stay at their jobs? And just popped up on Google, number one reason was a fear of change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number yeah. two, um, the need for steady income. Like, you don't have any right. savings. You don't have that flexibility to find something else. Yeah. Um, Three was lack of updated skills, not feeling like you're, you have the experience or the education. Yeah. Four, the money's too good. Ah. And five, you like your coworkers. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, you know, obviously I, it went in to say like how all of those, I I didn't say in these words, but are more so excuses not reasons, you know, so sure. it comes down to it. Your happiness is greater than anything. And right. If it's not, you just in, need to know where to draw the line with yourself, like weighing the weighing all of that. Like, exactly. Yeah. And listening to your, to yourself. Yeah. But really. there's always a way out. You know, I think for sure there is, it's how bad you want it. Take a step back, make a plan and get out. Mm-hmm. You'll be okay. 
mm-hmm. things will work. Well, I remember whenever, so before I was laid off from, right. Um, I was, uh, I was thinking to myself, I need to figure out a way to quit and still be able like to live. So I traded my car in. I canceled cable. I did all of these things because I'm like, I can't work here anymore. Conveniently enough, like I was laid off and I, I, I kind of saw that coming. Um, but you know, you just, you never know. And so I just kind of was preparing, like, I have to figure out a way that I can not do this and just live off of doing hair for a while. And so I'm like, you know what I mean? So like, like you said, yes. Like even whenever you feel like there's not a way out, like you can't, you can do things to, to figure it out. Right. And that's when you're yeah. put to the test, you know? Like, right. You know, but I think, and then stress is always going to be a part of it. I think even the most ideal job, like you're going to have degrees of stress, but I think it's like you said, where you draw the line, like this right. is an acceptable amount, a reasonable amount of stress, but the second it becomes overwhelming or it's affecting you mentally or emotionally, I think that's when it's time. Like, hey, there are other jobs and there's something out there and you deserve it. You deserve to find out what it is and go for it. Yep. Yep. Well, I'm glad you're at a job now that you enjoy. Me too. Because I remember those other ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. Hey, do you remember? Mm-hmm. When we used to do a Do You Remember? <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. It has. Um, you have something? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm thinking, like, we should do a new segment at the end, but let's, like, think of, we'll think on it. Or maybe okay. ask our listeners if they have I was ideas. just going to say, yeah, let's see if maybe somebody else has a suggestion. If not, I promise to come prepared with one next on Sunday. Okay. Okay. Do you want to touch on the um, your your what homework? I watched? Yeah, my homework. Your homework. Well, what? can we do it next week? Of course. So that I can finish the second one because I finished couples therapy, but I did not finish becoming a god in central. Florida, which means now that it's going to cost me a month's subscription. Thank you very much. You won't regret it. Showtime anytime. Truly great, great TV on there. Yeah, I did get the seven day free trial, but that is up um, tomorrow. So whatever. I'll just pay for a month. Yeah. Yeah. So I will do that. I will finish it because it's not that many episodes. And then we will touch on that. That we can talk about that next Sunday. Okay. Sounds good. Good? Yep. Multi-level marketing. It'll be a good one, too. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Oh, my God. Yeah, because, you know, I never even included all of those jobs. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> How did I forget all of those You jobs? know why? Because we were like, let's talk about ones that you earn money at. <laughs> But um, <laughs> all right. So, so yes, great topic next week. Stay tuned. Get excited. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and you have a safe trip tomorrow. And enjoy yeah. Texas. And say hello to my parents. 
I will. I will. I'll take selfies and send them to you. Please do. <laughs> take notes, what you need to be taking. Yeah, I'll do that too. Material. All right. All right. Talk to you next week, guys. Next week. Good night. All right. Night. Bye. Bye.